You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you, you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Worldwide Sports Radio presents the, 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 the home stretch. All right, let's hit the field with, with, with Tyler and friends. Hello, welcome to the home stretch. I'm your host, Tyler Harrison, along with Speedy Petey. And um, we have an apology to make, but before that, how's it going, Speedy? It's all right. Oh. I, it's all right for the most part. Oh. Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Yeah. I guess working with me is that bad. No. Well, it sounds like it. Anyway, um, so let's see apology. You don't apologize. No, I don't, but <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Yesterday was a complete and utter disgrace, and what I mean by that is we promised you a show. Um, I promised you a show, first and foremost. Uh, My work schedule, unfortunately, shifted without me kind of realizing it. Um, I had the plan, though, for the show to go on anyway, so I'm not really more... I'm more mad that um, due to... Outside circumstances, we couldn't cover the draft. Now, no, you don't like the NBA draft. I don't. I think the NBA draft was... I think the draft is boring. The NBA draft, there's three guys. After those three guys, I think, go ahead, it's shooting fish in a barrel. But... But... But it was even more boring than I thought it would be. But let's not forget, the Cavaliers did select Kevin Porter Jr. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. You have something to say to me. It wasn't the it wasn't the brother, but it was the one you said on air, so I will give you credit for that. <laughs> it just goes to show the golden rule of this rule. The show is always right. I am always right. Always. A joke that I half asked was right. Hey, Jonte's still available. He he went undrafted. Maybe the Cavs will pick him up. Who? His actual brother. He's undrafted. I would laugh hysterically. Uh, Did he write twice on one name? I'll see. I'll, I'll look it up and see if he actually got signed somewhere. A lot of times they do, but let's that see. Would be great. Nope, nothing yet. So still possible. He's a, you're a version of your brother, but you can walk. Yeah. Okay, we'll take it. They won't do any research anyway. Um, again, in all seriousness, we apologize. I apologize for yesterday because um, that was on me. That was on me. Um, I apologize for that. Um, I also apologize to Mike Guido, uh, Matty Caps, because I know he wanted to come, and uh, Ryan Zillowitz, but you never watch anyway, so it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, I apologize. Oh, we didn't for that. even get to do our arguments. What him? Mm. Yeah. He doesn't want that argument with me right now. <laughs> you know what? Why I I kind of feel like I need to defend Daniel Jones. Oh God. Why? No, it's 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 a bad pick. A bad well, pick actually, a bad pick. Well, to be booed. I guess anything's possible. I guess bad. anything's possible because two days ago you defended LeVar Ball, so I did. I don't know I don't know what's left for this show. Anymore. I defended LeBron James too. <laughs> yes, you did. Which most people do, but not you. <laughs> Sorry. Because I, I, I overlook whatever. Oh, LeBron's a top 10 player in the league right now. Yeah, he is. 
I'm just very, I'm honest. I think that everyone's got this like cloud of smoke around LeBron James. It's ridiculous. But we're gonna touch on Shaq and uh, Ryan Hollins. If you didn't see the first take thing, <laughs> Ryan Hollins, stop smoking weed before you go on air. That's my advice. Because boy, were you you were on something. You were on something. Anyway, um, so I apologize for the NBA draft disaster. We'll touch on it today um and why i think last night was a bad look for the nba but anyway um we're live right now actually errol marks he's all over the map if you can't tell he is in vancouver right now why you may ask because the nhl draft is on mm-hmm. and it is official jack hughes is a new jersey devil the new york rangers do not get their shot at jack hughes however we, you pronounce his name because I always call him Kako, and that's not right. Capo Kako. No, that's right. Kako is his last name. Oh. Capo Kako. Capo. Nope, other way around. No, because Europeans, they're weird. They always put their last name first and their first name last. Uh, well, it's, no, I think South Americans do that, so I, I think. Like there's a lot of soccer players like that where they yeah, they'll like have Neymar their, is his first name. Yeah, they or, or they'll do it where like his middle name is his first name, then right. his last name is his first name. Yes. It's, so it's it's very strange. Why am I not in Vancouver? I have no idea. I should be. I think I'd be entertaining as crap right now. But hey, what do I know? I don't write any checks. Or get any checks. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe Junior had a point. Really? No. He never had a point. But <laughs> he was an unsharpened gonna, pencil. I was going to say, you're going to go there? No, no. <laughs> There's certain people I couldn't even help. There's just, you know when you know, and I knew almost immediately. Just so everyone's aware of why... I'm kind of hard. Watch this. The fr- we're a sports radio network, okay? Sports. The, you know, football, baseball. So, <laughs> the New York Giants, who have a huge following on Long Island, and as do the Jets, but it's involving a Giant player, so that's why I'm singling out the Giants. His first day here, this kid... Has the unmitigated gall to tell me, I had a class with Saquon Barkley. I know Saquon Barkley. I said, holy crap. Take a seat. This is going to be great. Sit down. Two hours. Bada boom, bada bing. This kid had the gall to look me in the face and say, mm, I have to go home and eat. Mm. Oh, you were there. Mm-hmm. Right then and there, I said, Errol, this isn't good. No, give him a chance. Give him a chance. Okay. And he broke all of our hearts by staying and has restored them by leaving. So thank you very much for that. Um, am I in trouble for that? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Oh, here's Errol. Yes, he's going to somehow teleport from the NHL draft to here. Well, I do have good news. The New York Rangers did get Kako. So we did get the guy that's probably a better fit. And you'll you'll like this. The 
player comparison they have up there is uh, your boy Jonathan Huberdeau. Johnny Hockey. Johnny Hubs. Sorry, Johnny Hockey's Gardano. Mm-hmm. It's too many Johns in hockey. <laughs> too many Johns. Then you got John Klingberg of Dallas. You got John Tavares. Boo! <laughs> no, he left. Yeah, I know. Rangers fans Wait, should listen, applaud him. Yeah, whenever you leave the Islanders, I give you kudos. Mazel tov to you, young man. Um, actually, probably shit on him because he left when the Islanders got good. So what does that say about you? You know? But yeah, he also plays for the Leafs. Yeah. Well, he never said. No one said he was the brightest bulb in this shit. But he did leave the Islanders. It's on. It's on. The the bulb is on. It's just not very bright. And we have a comment from Mr. Gordon of the Tampa Bay Times. Hello, Mr. Gordon. How are you? I look awful in this shirt. Somebody should have told me that. <laughs> Instead of letting me walk around all day. Um. So, yeah, I apologize. Uh, take it or leave it. It's not going to happen a lot, but take it or leave it. But, um, so, now that the uh, sappy, boring stuff's out of the way, as I like to say, Speedy, you know what it's time for. This is where I would like the really cool drop of, like, you know, I don't know, something like techno, like, <laughs> around the world in sports. <laughs> you know? Something fun, something cool like that. Ask Errol maybe to remix it for you. I don't know. Then maybe I'll do that. I don't know how to do that kind of stuff. Oh, you just want me to make the noise? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I was going to say that wouldn't sound Go ahead, just good. try it anyway. That's pretty good. <laughs> don't choke up now. <laughs> Cho- oh, damn. What's an A song with the name choking it? Do I know one? I wish I did. Oh, well. Sorry. I tried to make fun of Junior again. Yeah, I don't know one. Sorry. So, around the world in sports, here we are. Um, There's a golf tournament going on. Since it's slow, let's talk about it. It's uh, in Cromwell, Connecticut at the TPC River Highlands. It is the Travelers Championship. <sighs> It must be fascinating to watch. Your leader, and bear with me, is Zach. Who is, oh, is this new? Zach Sucker. Tied for second is Keegan Bradley and Chev Ravi. And tied for fourth is Ryan Moore and Bronson Bergen. Who is it? Your boy. Your basketball BFF. No, Mr. Snow. That would be me. Hello, Mr. Snow. How's it going? Ah, we can go I around the world well. in sports letter. How are you, sir? I, I am well, my friend. How are you? I'm all right. I was kind of getting lonely. You haven't called me in a few days. Well, I have a very good reason. You I'm also tore your Achilles. What? I'm getting married next week. Congratulations. Congratulations. Do you want your casket now or later? <laughs> my casket belongs to my exes who didn't realize what a great guy I am, period. Salud! Oh, that was great. 
How the hell? That was great. Now I understand why we're best friends. This is great. That was awesome. Salud. How can I help you today, Mr. Snow? You've made my day so much better. And that's not an exaggeration. Well, you're going you're gonna to really enjoy what I have to say for the next few minutes. Oh, by all means. Mr. Mr. Ryan Hollins went on first take and said something that, for lack of a better term, pissed me off. Me too. We're talking about the same thing. We're going to get into it later. Let's get into it now. Do you mind, do you mind if I set this up first? Go ahead. Thank you very much. Um, so for those of you, it was yesterday, correct? Because I know for a fact I would have touched on it if it was Wednesday. Probably. So let's go with Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Earlier this week, Shaq and Ryan Holland subbed in on first take with uh, Molly and Max. So the show, as you can imagine, was pretty boring until they got there. But Ryan Hollins had the unmitigated gall after a bunch of BS to say that not only LeBron James should be on the Laker Mount Rushmore, which is a completely different slap in the face to every other Laker that's played. He also went on to say that LeBron James has shoes that no one else could fill. Basically going back to LeBron is the GOAT. And for those of you who don't know what the abbreviation GOAT means, it means greatest of all time, which really offended me. And since my best friend Mr. Snow is here, Mr. Snow, have the floor, and I will agree with you every step of the way. To begin with a question. Sure. What in the vita blue, yellow-bellied, red-blooded hell was Ryan Hollins drinking? Uh, Jack and Jack and to, Coke, I would imagine. He to even utter the sentence. I believe is I believe the correct quote was. Kobe Bryant nor Michael Jordan can fill LeBron's shoes. That's the first lie he told. Yes. The second Five lie points. he told was that LeBron would be on the Lakers' Mount Rushmore. <clears throat> Wrong answer. Yes. Which means you're discrediting Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Byron Scott, Norm Nixon. Shaq. Oh, by the way, there's a fellow by the name of James Worthy. Mm-hmm. That's totally disrespected in that sentence. Jerry There's West. a fellow by the name of Kobe Bean Bryant Go. who's being totally disrespected twice. Yes. Now, for Ryan Hollins to have the unmitigated gall, the balls, the nuts, and the nerve nuts to utter that nerve. sentence at 10 a.m. <laughs> in the morning, Eastern Daylight Time, what well, okay, I'll, I'll take my second question back. What was he thinking? He wasn't thinking. He also uttered something that disqualifies LeBron as the GOAT also. When he said, and I quote, assists make him a better person. Apparently, John Stockton doesn't matter. Apparently, Magic Johnson doesn't matter. Apparently, a fellow who I grew to love as a point guard by the name of Kevin Johnson doesn't matter. Let's He's go one step no one further. Mentions. Apparently, a fellow by the name of Mark Price didn't matter. Mm. The original okay. greatest shall I, shall I go even further? Apparently, Tim Hardaway doesn't matter. A part of Golden State's run TMC era. Mm-hmm. Okay? Apparently, Gus Johnson doesn't matter. Apparently, Dennis Johnson doesn't matter. Started with the Sonics, played with the Suns, ended with the Boston Celtics, as we all know. Apparently, Mark Jackson doesn't matter. 
So if assists make LeBron a better person than every other person that I just named in the past 30 seconds does not matter, which is the third why he is telling. Now, I agree. It is ridiculous statement. I agree with everything that you're saying, but I don't think he was mentioning it as a whole. I think he was just saying that because LeBron has more assists than Jordan and Kobe, that he made his teammates better than Jordan and Kobe, which is a lie outright altogether, we agree. But I don't think he meant all these other guys. I think he just narrowed it down to Kobe and LeBron. And, uh, well, Jordan. he may have narrowed it down to Kobe and MJ, but I'm taking assists as a whole and putting it in this equation because it's fairly obvious he didn't do his research. Right. Isaiah Thomas, too, now, is another guy. Well, yeah, but I also Isaiah, those players weren't as well rounded as, as LeBron Isaiah was, though, Thomas. either. Okay? Uh, apparently, all of these Hall of Fame point guards, JoJo White being one, playing for the Boston Celtics in the 70s, apparently they all don't matter, which we all know is complete bollocks because it does matter. And he's saying that, well, he did say that LeBron has passed Kobe and Michael in assists. That may be true for part one. But part two of that equation is what kind, and I'll put, I'll put this question out there, and y'all are going to love me for this question, and since I'm going to be off the air for two weeks, you can <laughs> borrow this and use it at will. If, if assists make LeBron better because he's passed Kobe and MJ, how many of LeBron's assists actually had an impact on a game or, more to the point, a world championship series? I would say in terms of everything he won, all the three that he won, he had his assists were a big part of that. Yeah, I mean, here's the point. I, I don't I, – I, I see his point. I don't think LeBron – if you look at it, LeBron never assisted on a game when he played. Yeah, because the right, lone but, shot he – because the lone championship he supposedly won for Cleveland was actually won by Kyrie Irving in the yes. final 50 seconds of a seventh right, but game. If you're, if you're comparing those particular scenarios, those other guys were – shooting versus passing so it's like you're dealing with a scenario where whoever gets that last assist is sometimes forgotten of anyway well sure because you want your best guy shooting right but here's the other thing okay when lebron so whoever, missed that you, shot in miami here, i'll just i'll blow up that argument right now whoever got the last assist is not remembered i believe michael jordan is remembered for june 12 1997 with a pass to Steve Kerr, who knocked down a 15-footer to win the game. I believe Tim Duncan is remembered for a pass to Avery Johnson, who knocked down a corner jumper to win a game. Okay. And Duncan's remembered. All right, so in those instances, yeah. But a lot of times, <laughs> those kinds of players are still remembered for the yeah. shots. Yeah, assist to Ron Artest is remembered. That's all people yeah, say. Yeah, but they're, all remem- they're more remembered for shots than they are for assists, though, for the most part. And I think in most instances, in most huh. instances... They would generally have the – those kinds of players would generally have <laughs> the shots. I wouldn't bet him, Speedy. I wouldn't bet him. But okay. also, LeBron won his Assist second championship on a missed three. In the world championship. Assists on a game-winning shot in the world championship series, the person who made the, the assist, according to this fine gentleman right here, is not remembered. Okay. Um, let me see. Let me think. How did – um. Uh, uh, okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I believe the year was 1988. Scene of the crime was the fabulous form in Inglewood, California. 
and the last assist of the game that sealed the Lakers championship was made by Magic Johnson on a full okay. court. Magic Johnson's a different green. player. He's the best pure the point guard of all time. We'll argue about that later because I can put several on his level. There's a one A, a one B, a one C. Sure, all right, and fine. I but a lot of old but that, I think there's a difference so. between <laughs> judging him and judging Kobe, who Kobe, <laughs> while he was a great passer for his position, was still more known more for his time. shooting. To say that one more time, yeah, he was a great passer for his position. Thank you. So was James Worthy, and LeBron James ain't. Mm, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't say that. I'll just, give LeBron. For his position, LeBron is a good passer. No, he's not. <laughs> when do when did you ever see forwards that could pass like that? Like what LeBron James does? Worthy, Alex English, Scottie Pippen. Okay, but you think LeBron is below those guys in terms of a raw passing ability? Not in terms of assist numbers or whatever, in terms of a raw skill passing ability. Yep, because the three names that I gave you did it first. I'll give you an mm. old school name. Why does that matter, I'm, though? I'm, I'm, doing a lot, I'm doing a lot of old school references here because I'm kind of empty in the closet. I didn't get a chance to this morning because a friend of mine was on the was, was on the phone with me the latter part of my show. I'll throw an old school name out there who played a forward who had an impact when he went from one Western Conference team to another. Does the name Tom Chambers mean anything to y'all? He played for two different teams. I know Phoenix was one. What was the other? Seattle. Okay. All right. But again, when you look at him as a as the level of the of greatness, you're not going to put him with, with LeBron, though. Even though he might have been for his no, time a good because, passer. Because Chambers will soar over him and run circles around him. Next question. You think so? I know so. Mm, I don't know. I've watched enough basketball to know that Tom Chambers would run circles around him. That's tough to tell. I really don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm just saving I, my breath because I'm going to make I... you pull your hair out with some of the stuff I'm going to say. Now, anyone who has heard my show for the past six years, they, they know there's a lot of stuff I'll say and I'll just throw out there. But some, the, some of the stuff I do say and I back up with facts, I mean, here's one. I made a post Christmas Day a few years ago that said Draymond Green is a better forward than LeBron James. I would you agree can imagine with that. the pushback I got from that. I would agree with that. Draymond's impact on a game is absolutely amazing. Draymond's absolutely. a better defender, and that's it. Draymond's a better point forward than LeBron ever was. No. He – stop. Stop. No, now see that's Draymond the hatred Green for Draymond. I don't hate Draymond. Power as an overall forward, has had ten times the impact LeBron has, and he's played less years. No, I I don't believe that the the skills involved in those kinds of passes that LeBron can make versus the ones Draymond can make are still a little better in terms of what he could do just because of his athleticism and his knowledge of the game. Draymond does it very well, too, and Draymond does it in a great system, but I don't think he's as good as LeBron when it comes to the raw passing ability and manning, I guess, what, you, what Tyler was saying, like oh, that point forward. Oh, now you're going to make me angry before my wedding. Hmm. How dare you? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you got to put, in terms of today's forwards and today's NBA, keep that in mind, you got to put Draymond Green up in that echelon. Sure. I'm not to. saying he's not. I'm just saying he's not better right. than LeBron. 
I'm not right. saying he's not out of the echelon of if you're judging forwards. He he's probably a top five passer among forwards. I'll I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Shoes that LeBron can't fill. You know a forward I forgot. Carl Malone. Ah, uh, now I I'm gonna disagree on that one. LeBron's better than Carl Malone. How about Bernard King? Bernard King's better than LeBron. Bernard King. <laughs> I knew I'd get one of them back. <laughs> I didn't even say Dr. J was better than LeBron. Not as a passer. I said that for years. Not as a passer. No, as, a, as an overall yes, as impact on a basketball game, Dr. J was better than LeBron. Everyone looks at LeBron's brute strength and his athletic ability and go, this guy's And great. his vision on the court. Yeah, okay. that's great. You, you know, know what else has great vision? Lonzo. Everybody. Lonzo's better than Magic is what you're telling no, me now? No, I never said that. Lonzo hasn't proven it You yet. better not say that He's or only I'll done reach it. through this phone and laugh in your face. No, we, no, we, we won't. <laughs> We're not advocating anything like that because you got the biggest yep. hater of Lonzo and me who I don't think he's that good either. So you're really not dealing with anything that's going to argue that. But Why? my point is that his LeBron's decision-making on the court in different kinds of passes, different spots on the court, has just been very sophisticated throughout his career. Draymond Green is a sophisticated passer. Draymond Green is a very sophisticated passer, too. I just don't think he has done as much in terms of the creativity. End. I don't think LeBron's even Thank better you. passer than Tim Duncan is. But All right, so that's fine. If that's the case. Tim Duncan hasn't been creative, and Tim Duncan is one of the three greatest small forwards of all time. He's a power forward. Small. He can play like a small forward, but his position was a power forward. Okay, his official position was a power forward. Power forward. Semantics, okay? My point is, hmm? LeBron James ain't a good passer. He's been a product of some raw basketball knowledge, and he hasn't developed his game in, over, in almost 17 years. Period. What? That's crazy. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's crazy. Stats may say one thing. My eyes say Visual, another. No, visuals Especially do show me this to me, too. I'm not, I'm not even using I'm, numbers. When I was watching I'll LeBron in pass. Cleveland in this first stint, <laughs> he wasn't making the same level of passes that I'm seeing him making. Yeah, out. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, and I'll admit something on this show. I may be the biggest Jordan fan ever, but anyone who knows me or knows of me, my first ever favorite player was Julius Irving. Okay. There you go. Because there was something about when he took to the floor. My first favorite team was Philadelphia because of Julius Irving, but then I was shown Maurice Cheeks, I was shown Andrew Toney, and there's a guy named Moses Malone who was on the squad for a few years. That kind of got my attention, too. Moses Malone might be the most forgotten. Yeah. Like, Robin Not of all time. Not by me, he ain't. Well, generally speaking. If you're not a basketball guy, you don't know that name a lot. Right. But we're basketball guys, and we know the impact of one Moses Malone. Hell, the Lakers found out the hard way in 83. Well. Hey, listen, we're not trying to bring that up. <laughs> Although I have retired right, my I Laker fandom. So. <laughs> you, you what? I've retired my Laker fandom. Why? 
Uh, a, LeBron well, is there. Well, never mind. B, I retract the question. I retract the question. And B, um, Golden State showed me what Kobe was. So because I see a bunch of Kobe's running around for Golden State, I will go to Golden State. And I'm not a bandwagoner because they lost. Yeah. And, and Toronto's defense, and we talked about this before the World Championship Series, one statement I did say, Toronto's defense was savage. And it was. they proved it. And, and they absolutely proved it. I have no qualms. I had someone ask me on my show, did I have a problem with Toronto winning the World Championship? No. They no, it's beat not a problem. State, period. But there is a huge asterisk next to it. Not for me, it ain't. Not for me, you beat the team that's in front. You beat the team that's in front of you. you I'm not going to no, put an didn't. asterisk next to Philadelphia's championship for beating the Lakers without James Worthy. That's How fine. fair is that? But they weren't missing Magic Kareem and James Worthy. They were just missing James Worthy. Golden State was missing Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson for parts of it. Steph Curry's hurt. Draymond was the healthiest guy on the team. When your you four best players available in front of you, that I, I understand period. that. I get that. You play. But, you play the team that's in front of you, and believe me, I would have loved to see that shot go in at the end of Game Six for Steph Curry oh. to force a miraculous Game Seven. Mm. But I will leave y'all with this: unlike LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, the last couple of times they were in the finals, Golden, there was one. There was one thing, there is one thing that Golden State did not do that recent Cavaliers teams did. Golden State did not quit. Right. Right. Imagine the pushback I got when I said when I said that on the air. <laughs> I don't think anyone thought Golden State quit, though. No, but he's saying Cleveland but, but quit you the have last to three years in the finals. you got to think of how, 21st, how some 21st century NBA fans think. you got to think of how they think. Follow their, follow their thinking. Because Steph Curry could not get a miraculous shot in Game 6, they're going to say he's overrated. They're going to say he can't carry a team. They're going to say he can't do this. And he's done so all this for everything Errol Marks has said for the, the last two years, but pretty much. Basically. <laughs> yep. And yet he's carried that franchise with the help of Clay and KD and Draymond Green. Let's just stick with the core. Steph, Clay, and Draymond, they carried that team for 10 seasons. Iguodala. Iguodala's part of that. Andre Iguodala also. Mm -hmm. Sixer. But there's one, one thing that the Warriors did not do, and I'm saying it again so y'all can follow the logic of some NBA fans and the way they think. And I'm not talking about those of us that really deep dive into it. We do it. Arrow does it. Some guests who come on my show do it. I'm talking about the casual passing NBA fan. Arrow Marks. <laughs> 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 but but do you guys get the idea where where I'm going with that statement and why I said it? He quit in Boston too. Well, we know that. Well, we walked right out of Boston and right down to Miami. I don't even think he went back home to Akron. <laughs> he walked straight <clears throat> from the locker room. He he swam through the Atlantic Ocean to Miami. <laughs> what? No, he got on a jet. And I actually had that full unedited broadcast 
of the sixth of uh, the game six dismantling by the Celtics against the Cavaliers in 2010. And whenever I need a laugh, that's one of the games I pull out and look at. Really? I don't remember it verbatim, but I do remember LeBron looked completely disinterested at halftime. By halftime. He, he was just... done by the end of the first quarter. He was done by the end of the first quarter. You are who you – your team is who your leader is. That should tell you LeBron James's 16-year career in a nutshell. Well, he just blew up the Lakers again. And if they win 35 this year, I'll be surprised. Anthony Davis or not. I don't think they're. I still don't think they're making the playoffs. They're not going to make the playoffs until LeBron leaves. I venture to say that. They're I also thought the Lakers should trade LeBron. LeBron leaves. I would have traded LeBron. Hey, LeBron, listen. Who'd want that? Con- who'd be a trade partner? Part A and Part B. Who the hell would want that contract? There's going to be a team that wants LeBron's media attention, so probably like. Houston, uh, Miami again. Oh, God. I told Errol Marks on his show, he posed a question to me, and a lot of people have posed the same question. The question was, if Chris Paul was healthy last year in the Western Conference Finals, would they have beaten Golden State? My two-word answer was the following. Hell no. You don't think so? Hell no. I was one of those in people fact, that thought Golden State was in deep trouble. Nope. They didn't play good till like, the finals. Golden State. You know how Golden State beat Houston in the Western Conference Finals? After Houston took a three games to two lead and an 11-point lead at halftime in game six, Houston let off the gas pedal and got in their mind, we can coast all the way through. Right. So the problem with Houston is between their is between the ears. Their confidence is shaken. Well, I wouldn't say it's between the ears. I'd say it's in the beard. <laughs> <laughs> Who would want? Since Daryl Morey likes to open his mouth and frequently put his foot in it, saying everyone is movable yeah, yeah. in Houston. I repeat the same question about James Harden and Chris Paul that I do about LeBron. Who the hell would want that contract? Chris Paul Chris Paul would bring a good – I think the Pacers, a team like the Nets, a team like the Knicks. No! I think they should do that. No! Absolutely. Boston, I think that would be a great get for Boston. Wrong answer. A young team like that with his leadership and his um... – You call Chris Paul a leader? How dare you do that to me? He's not like a Kobe guy, but he's he's a better leader than most. No, he's not. You don't think so? No. He hasn't been one his entire career. That's New Orleans. That's the Clippers. That's Houston. He definitely led the Clippers and Hornets. That, no. that to me, I don't even think is. Who else could it have been? The Hornets. Emeka yeah. Okafor was their second best player, and then... Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan were more of leaders. Uh, yeah. I'll give you the Hornets. That's about as far as I'll go. So who was the leader on the Clippers? Nobody. 
I, see, if you were going to say Doc Rivers, I'd give that to you because Doc Rivers mm. kind of commands a locker Doc room. Doc Rivers but... was pinned in a corner. Blake, DeAndre, Chris Paul, all those egos that Doc Rivers could not manage the same way he managed egos in Boston. I don't think DeAndre Jordan's really the ego. I think it was the other two. He seems like he's just kind of a... At that Fun time, guy. he was kind of an ego. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's fun. I never heard any. I heard it was Blake and Chris Paul. That's all I heard. Maybe more, but still, he still was an ego. Then you had guys like Redick. You had guys like, uh, who else was there? Coutinho Mobley was still there during that time, or did he retire by then? I think he was gone by Mobley then. was gone. Uh, they, they, oh, man. Lou Williams. Lou Williams now is probably the leader there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think Chris Paul going to a young team could benefit the team. Again, my question remains, who the hell would want that contract? Then to me, it makes perfect sense for the Knicks. Perfect sense. Why? Oh dear God. What? I, I, you're not trying to compete now. You're trying to build a culture there. You're trying to build a culture. So you waste money and do that? But you're not I'll wasting repeat money. my sentence. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Mr. Snow? No, he, I'm right here. I'm, we're waiting for your response. I'm, we're the one agreeing here. Oh, no, no. Mr. I think said, it would be good for, for the Knicks sentence. to get Chris Paul. No, he said he was going to repeat a sentence, so I didn't know if he was Oh, actually. he repeated it. My, my sentence remains. Oh, dear God. Oh, okay. No, I thought I thought you said oh, okay. My bad. I was waiting for you to keep going. All right. It is all right. <laughs> but no, if the That's new I love coming on this show, the, the shows I appear in, y'all actually let me state my opinion and put fact behind it instead of getting cut off at the pass. Well, Errol, <laughs> Errol, Errol tends to do that sometimes. He comes on my show and does it to me. But going back to his question, I answered it with a resounding no, and I also put this statement behind it. And it proved true in the sixth game against Golden State in the West semifinals. Chris Paul or no Chris Paul, Houston cannot beat Golden State because they can't get out of their own way. Right, I I'll agree with that. I just thought that Houston had the firepower, and ultimately they had the wingspan to stop Kevin Durant, and Chris Paul no. gets in Steph Curry's head too. So I figured that no. was a good combination. Steph Curry got in Chris Paul's head for the rest of his career with a thirty-three point second half. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he did do Chris that. Chris Paul got in Steph Curry's head in that series for all of 24 minutes. And those were the first 24 minutes in game six when Steph Curry was scoreless. And then Steph got a little pissed off, and the rest is history. He punched a wall. <laughs> I, I, he punched the wall. He punched the wall, and then he punched the Rockets in the mouth. Yeah, for him. He did more than punch the rockets in the mouth, but we can't say it on radio. Oh, I already know where you're going. <laughs> I already know where you're going. I'll, I'll, I'll clean it up. Okay. 
He punched the wall in the locker room, and he punched the Rockets below the belt. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, he, he punched the Rockets below the belt thirty-three times. times. And that's what happens when James Harden runs an offense that has no defense. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why Chris Paul wants out. You think he could have played Game Seven? He meaning whom? Paul. You think okay. Tony said? Oh, okay. Because I I thought you had a conspiracy just now. I, I was very excited. <laughs> Who cares? No, not me. But this is my whole thing. <laughs> I I because it kind of ties in with this finals. I do think that that matters. I don't, Golden State, I don't. I don't think, would have lost, but I don't think it would have been a joyride that they had. They Game 7, I don't think, was even competitive. Game 6 wasn't competitive for 24 minutes, and it was a complete joyride. Right. They're also the second, they're the best second-half team we've ever seen. You know what's going to haunt Houston for years to come? One scoring difference. And that was last year in Game Six, sixty-four to twenty-five in the second half. Can I ask you a question? Since we're Go talking ahead. about the dominance of Golden State, also another thing Ryan Holland said. He said that the Golden State Warriors would mop the floor with the Chicago Bulls in the nineties. Do you have any input on Wrong that? Wrong answer. I, I tend to go there too. I think that the Bulls' defense is ultimately just. Nasty. Right. But Phil Jackson had a phrase. Turn the Dobermans loose. Shit. One of my good buddies back in Chicago said it best. The Bulls could be down by 100 in the first half, and they'd come back and win by 300. That describes the Bulls dynasty of the 90s, and it describes the Golden State dynasty now. Yes. Difference. The Bulls played a lot tighter defense, and Golden State goes bombs away. Mm-hmm. But and Golden State does play defense. And probably the coaching difference, too, has to make a difference if they were both Well, Steve Kerr is a coaches. disciple of Phil Jackson. I was going to say, I don't think Steve Kerr and Phil Jackson are that far off. In terms of an overall level of actual coaching? No, as far as philosophy, I think they're the same. Fair, but I mean in terms Phil of... Phil Jackson. Let's be honest Actual about Phil coaching Jackson concepts. Oh, Phil Jackson is one of the most overrated coaches in any sport, though. You realize that. He handpicked Chicago. He handpicked the Lakers. He didn't come back the second time for the Lakers until Kobe basically said, I need you. We can win with fine, your guidance. No, that's not my point, though. And you can still like, smoke your right, that's fine. the top box. That's fine. I'm not saying he's, like, the greatest coach of all time or anything like that. But Steve Kerr is not ever thought of like that anyway. Thank you, Mr. Snow. Speedy didn't get it. <laughs> That's the best laugh I've had all night. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. See, and unlike you, Speedy, he laughs with me, not at me. Oh, is that so? No, he's probably laughing at me too, but that's <laughs> fun. <laughs> Look, y'all laugh at me too, and it's all in good-natured fun, so you got to have fun with it. No, absolutely. I have a ton of fun. Except when I'm not, then I'm just not <laughs> fun. I have a ton of fun at people that think LeBron James is the greatest of all time. Next no, question. You, you should have. You, uh, there's somebody I'd love you to meet. 
Who is it? He thinks LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. Who is this stupid person? <laughs> he has a show at 9 o'clock. Uh, when does Guido show 11. start? 11. From 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can catch him on here. Eastern time. Bugs Buddy's my favorite character, and he said it best. Oh, Breda. Hmm, yeah. You got that right. He's he's not all there, but it's okay. We love him anyway. Guido, not Bugs Bunny. Oh, Bugs Breda. <laughs> what? I don't know. And he loves LeBron James. Why? Uh, his, I th- what, what does he actually say? I don't listen to him when we have this conversation. I don't have him above Kobe, so I I, I really can't. What what is he actually saying? What does Mike Guido say when he sings when he He's he, a better all around player? He's the best all around player and he's the most dominant, I guess, for his like size and everything. Yeah. And pound for pound. People like, people who are criticizing his championships are also like the people they praise the guys also at help. Championship pedigree, if you want to call it that. No, that it, again. It's, it's his words, not mine. He's saying that nobody wins on their own, anything like that. So, like, he, Yo, he's getting. Yo, I challenge you to a debate about one LeBron James. Can I, and that can comes I, from the snowman. Period. Can I? Can I? Can I be a guest? <laughs> I'd love to be. Yes. Here. Hell yes. We need uh, what? All right, so you go on your honeymoon, you get all the fun and all the loving out that you possibly can, because when you come back here, I want you to be a sour, sour human being. <laughs> when I come back, and I mean this playfully, yes. and I'll use Bugs Bunny again, when I come back, of course you realize this means war. Yes. Those are my favorite words. You know Trump will hit the button, too, so I'm ready for it. I'll hit the button. Oh, please. That's obvious. Let me get out of here. Thanks right. for having me on, guys. No problem, Mr. Snow, anytime. Uh, thank you, friend of the show. Enjoy your honeymoon, and congratulations once again on uh, getting married to the lovely lady. I appreciate it. No problem, anytime. Thank you very much. No problem. Congratulations. Whew. That was great. That yeah. was awesome. That was great. I feel like I didn't even talk. <laughs> I felt like I could have left the room and came back in a half hour with food and not have missed a beat. Yes, I'm aware of that. He's literally your parallel. <gasps> it's great. It's just so great. And you know what it is? I think I'm giving the courage for others that think like me to speak up. I, it's great. It is fantastic. It, it, it's great. You finally have a you parallel for basketball. I thought I was alone this whole time. Thank you, Mr. Snow, for reminding me that I am not alone, as Michael Jackson would say. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I got rudely interrupted, so we're going to go back to now the Worldwide Sports Radio Network's version of... Oh, you didn't do it. Whatever. Around the World in Sports. Here we go. Uh, we're going to start with the most um, geographically close game we possibly can, which means the New York Yankees are taking on the Houston Astros right now. And um, the Astros are threatening to take the lead, but the Yankees currently are up 2-1 to one in the top of the sixth as Adam Adovino is um, making this interesting. The Washington Nationals are being the Atlanta Braves 4-3. to three. They're also threatening, though, the uh, Atlanta Braves. Keuchel didn't look, do good in his debut? Uh, he looked all right. I think he did. Hold on. 
I want to say four innings. Ugh. Five innings, three earned runs, three strikeouts, eight hits. Yeah. Mm, could be better, but maybe he was on a pitch count. I don't know. No, I mean, that, I think, you know, for his first start of the year, that's to be expected. He's He's got to be – he didn't have a spring train. He didn't have any of this. These guys have been playing now for, what, eight, nine weeks? So well, I'm not going to look too much into that. If it continues, then fine. But mm-hmm. right now I'm not looking into it. The uh, Marlins are tied with the Phillies one-to-one. Brian Holiday has hit a home run, and there was a home steal. Ah, oh, nice. Ramon Quinn stole home. Oh, he's one of, I think he's like a backup infielder for them. He's for playing the center field right now. Oh, all right. So he's a utility guy. Yes, he is a utility wow. guy. Wow. Right? <laughs> uh, the Pirates and Padres are tied at one in the bottom of the seventh. Sterling Marte drove in. Uh, Mr. Reynolds of the Pirates, and then May Machado hit a solo shot, and that's where the score is. The Detroit Tigers are leading the Cleveland Indians. I am telling you, the panic button needs to be hit. Five to three. Go ahead, say something stupid. No. I know what you want me to say, but no. All right, that's fine. The Toronto Blue Jays are beating the Boston Red Sox four to one. Uh, it was also announced today that a Boston, Toronto Blue Jay first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> um Greatest of all time, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has announced that he's going to be in the home run contest, which I'm actually excited about in all seriousness, but we will see how he does. The Chicago White Sox are beating the Texas Rangers 4-3 to in a battle at Misfit Toys. The Cincinnati Reds are beating the Milwaukee Bucks 3 nothing in the bottom of the second. The Kansas City Royals are beating the Minnesota Twins 3-1, to as uh, Whit Merrifield currently is 1-2, for two, which I will also harp on in a minute the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim are up one nothing Justin Upton drove in none other than Mike Trout and the New York Mets earlier today beat the Chicago Cubs five to four as Edwin Diaz got his 16th save of the year and Jason Vargas is somehow still pitching well I don't get how haven't figured that out later today we have a couple games that haven't started yet the Giants will take on the Diamondbacks which means Major playoff implications. The Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Oakland A's. The Colorado Rockies will take on the Los Angeles Dodgers. And ultimately, the most important game of the day because it is... Major playoff implications. The Baltimore Orioles will take on the Seattle Mariners who couldn't sell stock fast enough. <laughs> that is your world in sports. All right. So this is, the, uh, this is the Mike Guido reaction, I would imagine. So Vlad... Vladimir Guerrero, the better one, won the 2007 home run derby with 17 home runs. So Guido's probably thinking, oh, Vlad Jr. is going to do that in less than a minute. Oh. <laughs> Imagine he hits like 20 in the first round. Well, with the time structure, it's easier to like win individual rounds now more with that rather than just doing the outs. So I'm not really going to skew it like that. But still, like, you'll <laughs> probably expect him to do it in less than a minute. <laughs> or he could do one of these. He hit the ball so far, it should count 17 right now. Or that, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just know his. I know how he debates before he debates it. You remember that show? He went on. You know how he debates before he debates it? That was a show? Mm-mm. He went on a rant for like 30 minutes about how he thought he was right about something. And he just kept. Sitting there and sitting there, and he kept making point after point after point. 
And after like 20 minutes of him rambling on, finally getting to it, took me about 35, 45 seconds to just chop that up, and he went right to break. He went, you don't remember that? It doesn't ring a bell. Oh, my God. What was it about? It was definitely (laughs) LeBron-related. It was definitely LeBron-related. It had something to do with the finals. Mm. I can't. But. You guys have had those arguments so much that I might have zoned out. It always, I don't know why it always goes to that. I, I don't know. know. I don't even want it to go there half the time. It's just. It's okay. He's too young to really watch, understand how great Kobe was. He just was. Yeah, well, except the biggest Kobe hater is older than us. Who? The guy, oh, yeah. the guy who thinks he's 18th all time. Hmm. Well, well. Well, now we have the newer hot take that Tom Chambers is better than LeBron. <laughs> I was looking up Tom Chambers. That's why I stayed silent. I, was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I knew who he was, but he's he almost like he was like one of those guys that could have won the Finals MVP for a losing team if he was yeah. that good. Like I, it was, I think it was like 1974 or something. He almost single-handedly beat the Celtics, but. <laughs> That's pretty good. But it like in terms of the longevity of his career, I don't know. But skill wise, definitely not. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But um when we come back, I'm actually gonna give that a go. Because I, I kinda sat back and did a lot of thinking and talking and everything like that. So I will um I will dive into the first take thing. Because I do believe that there's a lot, a lot, that people don't understand what Ryan Holland said, and it's kind of insulting. Next on the home stretch. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And now the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are back, back, back with the home stretch on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Hello, welcome back. Um, this is once again the home stretch. Um, Tyler Harrison here with you, along with Speedy Petey. Good job. Took you long enough to say your name. Good job. <laughs> I was putting um, my headphones on. <laughs> I don't know why you put them on. Because I actually have to hear stuff if something goes wrong. Mm, good point. Audio I don't issue. have to do that. Anyway, I just talk a lot. <laughs> so. Oh, we, we, you don't say. <laughs> I do say. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Um, I don't know why you and Guido, man. I don't know why you tried me so long. Like that's my specialty. I know. Ultimately, why that chair is probably empty. <laughs> but anyway, um, it is a curse. I I I will say that it is a curse. But I do want to get into something because. Ah, I apologize. It's been a very, very stressful long day. Um, so yeah, what we're gonna get into right now, we kind of just reiterated, but I didn't really get my spin on it. Um, first take, Ryan Hollins. I'm surprised Eric, Mar- er- Eric Marks, Errol Marks hasn't called yet. <laughs> talking about the NHL draft uh, again. We are live right now at the NHL draft in Vancouver. I'm not. I should be. I don't know why I'm not, but neither here nor there. I probably wouldn't fly to Vancouver anyway. I don't have a passport. It's fine. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that would help. Yeah, it would. 
you need, I don't think you need it. Do you need a passport to drive to Canada? No, I think you just need yeah, a license. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Do you? Mm-hmm. Damn. Stupid Mounties. Anyway. <laughs> so, Ryan Hollins, uh, on first take, he definitely wanted some clout, and uh, we're going to give it to him. So, he told Shaq, and I'm not even going to go to this LeBron thing again, but he told Shaq that LeBron would be on the Mount Rushmore of the Los Angeles League. Is right now or would be? If he wins one, he's on. Really? Of the entire Lakers franchise. That thank you. I'm not even gonna bash LeBron now. Brian Snow already did it. But <laughs> let's just let's just this is the problem again with sports, and this is what I've been saying. We all look at the instant oh yay. We look at the current moment. We don't look at past success. We don't look at anything like that. It's what you did in that moment and forget the last 20 years. LeBron James has played, what, 55 games as a Laker? Yeah. He's on the Mount Rushmore. So that means what? Kawhi Leonard's on the Toronto Raptor Mount Rushmore? Yes. Well, yeah, he is. But yes, that's, he that's is. a bad example, actually. Let's try to take one. Actually. No, he's on there, too. Nope, he's on there, too. Oh, here's one. Carmelo Anthony, he's on the Knicks Mount Rushmore? No. He's probably on the Nuggets, Mount Rushmore. I don't know about the Knicks. Yeah, I would say so. You think? You really have only two competitions. Alex English and David Thompson are probably your only competition for that. Well, they're both on there. I know, but like Mount Rushmore is four, so... Marcus Camby wouldn't be on there? All right, so if you had Marcus Camby, that's still who else? Like... He's at least the fourth guy. <laughs> George Carl. Sure, but... Eh, I mean, maybe. If you're including the coaches, maybe. But even so, like, it, that's a little more definitive than the Knicks, though. I mean, less definitive. Or, yeah. LeBron James has won absolutely nothing as a Laker. And I listen, I get it. This whole notion that Kobe Bryant's overrated and everything like that. That that whatever. I can I can only show you the pond. I can't make you jump in it. <laughs> so you wanna be on this boat, then by all means. But every boat sinks. Don't ask me, they're making a Titanic again. <laughs> because the first one broke. But and they found pieces of it, I think, like a couple yeah, they years did. ago. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine being the person that found that? Mm-hmm. You never have to move again. The paycheck he must have got, my God. Yeah. That's what they should pay me here. Well, maybe find pieces of the Titanic and you'll be all set. I am the freaking Titanic. But you're still up and intact, so how is that? Because I'm the only one that breaks news around here. Yeah, but the Titanic breaks on an iceberg. <laughs> Before there were news. And I have my island. Oh. 
did it freeze over and become an iceberg? <laughs> it is because no one's joined the island. Yeah, the guy who just called joined the island. <laughs> yes. I have to build another cottage. <laughs> Damn it. I don't think I had enough supplies for anybody else. Oh, that's a shame. You're on it sometimes. Oh, I am? Yeah, baseball, football, yeah. Basketball, I don't know where you are. Definitely not Definitely not far out of the realms of some opinions. But I'm also not as extreme for basketball, so. Yeah, I don't either. I just hate the LeBron Jordan thing. But for somebody calls. <laughs> By the way, if you want to join the conversation or lack thereof, 631-676-2968 is the number to call. Um, I I got to be honest. It, it's a joke to even suggest LeBron's on the Laker of Mount Rushmore. Now what you're doing is just talent-wise, is he probably the most talented player the Lakers ever had? Even that's still insulting. Um, when you go to a historic franchise like that, and let's look. Max Kellerman actually made a good point, a valid point. The Lakers are 16 and 17 of the Celtics, right? So Celtics have 17. It's the most. Yeah. If you look at the modern era of basketball, the Lakers have 10, and the next closest has six. That's tied with the Celtics and the Bulls? I think it is the Bulls. I think the Celtics only have five. No, because the Celtics had four in the 80s alone. So and then they had... KG was five. They had the they had I think two in the seventies and the obviously the 08 one, so that's seven. I thought they had four in the eighties though, unless that was the Lakers. No, I think they, they had, had three and three. All right, so they had three and three. All right, so they have six as well then. All right. The Lakers have dominated modern as bat, bat, Let's try that again. The Lakers have dominated modern day basketball. Wilt. Kareem, Worthy, Magic, Scott, Shaq, Kobe, Fisher, Kobe, Pow. <laughs> Kobe gets on there twice. Well, he was one. He was the quote unquote Robin. I like to call him called Batman, but Robin. And then the other one, he was Batman with a bunch of what to who? Errol. <laughs> what? Errol calls him a Robin. I don't think he calls him Robin. I think he calls him Alfred. <laughs> that's why. That's my suggestion. <laughs> no, I don't think Kobe's Alfred. I think Errol Marks thinks he's an Alfred. Oh, probably. Probably thinks he's Joker. Where's the '80s buff when I need him the most? <laughs> Imagine he calls. Oh, That'd God. be awkward. That'd be interesting. I, and I, strange. I, 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 I am a, I am an 80s buff. <laughs> Good, so you're going to kickstart my heart? What? Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, if he ever does call, I have to put that song on. Yes. <laughs> just the... Just that, and then kind mm-hmm. of... Because legally, we can't do it. don't know why but we can't do it but um yeah I, I to circle back to this thing there's so many Laker greats um 
to be honest with you, he's not on this Mount Rush. He's not on the Mount Rushmore of the Lakers. Powell will go on the Mount Rushmore before LeBron does. The guy won two championships. This guy was Kobe's Batman for years. He won two. Two? Two. Oh yeah, yeah. Back to back. Yeah. And the I saw a list the other day on Instagram of all places. Do you know how many all stars LeBron's played with? How many all stars in mm-hmm. total? Yep. Like just a they were all stars in that year, or they were all stars just at all. All stars playing with LeBron. Okay. Seven. Seven, eight. Okay. You got Big Z, Mo Williams. Okay. Uh, then you got Dwayne Ray Wade. Allen, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Wade, Chris Bosh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, Anthony Davis. Was Kevin Love an all star with LeBron, though? Yes. Because he wasn't that good there. I think he got in his first year in Cleveland. Okay. He's been there, what, three years? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I I wasn't sure, though, because his play dropped off a lot. So I wasn't sure if that was all-star worthy at that point. He might have just got in. The all-star game's a joke. No, yeah, right. He might have just got in because of popularity, though. But, um, that's the list. You know how many all-stars Michael Jordan played with? I would say three. One. Really? Sky Pittman's the only one that ever made Dennis an All-Star Rodman team. Dennis Rodman never made an All-Star team? Nope. Not playing with Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. Still, though, that's kind of bizarre. I'm surprised. Yeah. Guess he did do it by himself. Kobe didn't play with that many. Shaq. Pow. Metal World Peace, I think, made it once. Sure. I don't think it was with the Lakers, though. Mm, he, I think he had one with the Lakers, too, though. I'm willing to bet that he didn't. Yeah, like, what was it, 05, 06, something like that? I, I feel like on, he was. Uh, he came over in 07, 08, 06, 07. Yeah, no, he came later than that. I don't think he was on the first Laker team that won the championship. I think he came for the second. Oh, that's true. He only got to the Lakers 0-9-10. Yeah, he only won one championship. I remember that. Hmm. See? Sometimes I know what I'm talking about. Which is all the time for those of you who don't know what I mean. But yeah, I mean, I just... Yeah, he was only 0-4 an all-star with the Pacers. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. One more time for the people at home. Yep. So, that's where I stand. LeBron's not a Laker All-Star. Period. Point blank, period. But um, you actually pointed something out that I, I'm dying to get to. Apparently, Major League Baseball, because I, I just stumbled upon this. This is a joke. The finalists for the All-Star game have been announced, so there's a new format. There's two rounds of voting. So the top three pl- the top three vote-getters of each position, mm-hmm. right? and then the fans vote again to get the first one. 
So it's the top three vote getters. Uh, da -da, nine for the All Star. So here are the and I just want you to quickly agree with me. Cause I, I hold hold on before we say that. I actually like it though. I actually like it like that. Two rounds. Yeah, because then you're That's not. That's fine. You're not. These, you're these now getting. You're now getting more recognition for like a lot of those smaller market guys too. No, that's fine. I, I I don't mind the format. I I'm more mad at. So here's the catcher. Quickly, I mean you will agree on most of these. For the American League, the, it's down to Gary Sanchez, James McCann, and Robinson Chirinos. Okay, which Sanchez obviously undoubtedly deserves it. Chirinos does. There's one guy I would take over uh, McCann though, and that's Athletics Josh Fagley. This is the one I would take over McCann. No, I, I'm going to take the guy for the Twins, Mitch Garver, too. Okay, that's Mitch, not bad Mitch either. Mitch Garver deserves it. I'm sorry. He. Yeah, that's not bad either. He missed some time, though. I, even say, him, but... I would even say, well, not me over Sanchez, but no, it, definitely he, deserves not over Sanchez. More, he deserves it as much as Sanchez to me. Huge as much as Sanchez? Wow. Huge Sanchez part of the Twins. Yeah, Sanchez having an insane year, though. Yeah, yeah. We should trade him, though. Remember that? <laughs> Putts. Anyway. <laughs> For the National League, I think this is completely out there. You got Contreras, Brian McCann, and Yasmani Grandel. I think they really did that for more of the he's getting up there in age, let's get him one more all-star kind of thing. But like, JT Romulo is I think I think the it's more of the emotional one this time around because you're right, his numbers are far behind. Be Especially since he doesn't play all the time. He's only played in 38 games. His numbers are still pretty far behind. Major League Baseball should limit the – if you don't play a certain amount of games, you're just not eligible. Sorry. Well, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. And I right. think there, There's a guy later that I'm just – I think lose. in this instance that's the case, but I think it's also one of those things where this could be his last year in the league. Maybe they want to give it to him. Or, But I, at the same time, though, I think Atlanta is hosting an all-star game, I want to say, either next year or the year after, so I'm surprised they wouldn't even do it then. Mm. He he won't be he he'll be retired by twenty twenty. I believe it too, but I'm just saying maybe in that instance, if they were really wanting to care about that in terms of picking that for the votes, they Blame would they would have they would have done it then. Good thing we didn't give up on Glaber too, like somebody else said. Anyway, <laughs> that was. But how's JT Romuto not a finalist? Uh, in terms of National League catchers. Let's see, Grandal, Contreras, yep. No, that's no, that's reasonable in this instance. Mm. Come on, Speedy. No, I know. Smart, you're smarter than this. What? What did I say? I said it's reasonable that he's on there. I like he should be on there. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. I thought you meant it's reasonable he's not on there. No, 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 no. No, he should be on there as as the third guy. Yeah, the other two are definitely more deserving though. Right now, who Contreras and Grandal? That's fine, but come on. No, I know we agree on that. Come on, if Brian McCann played every day, fine, I understand. Right now, if Hell, he did, Buster if, Posey should be on there if, before Brian McCann. No, and Buster Posey's hitting two fifty. No, Buster Posey not this year. No, Buster Posey. McCann's doing a lot better than Posey is this year, but still. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. What's Brian McCann hit? He's hitting two ninety six with seven oh. home runs and twenty nine RBIs. Okay. Buster Posey's 246, three homers, 18 RBS. Okay, fine. 
My apologies. I can but yeah, Real Muto. Like Real Muto, 269, 10 home runs, 36 RBIs, and he's played 69 games. And he's a defensive wizard. Right. I don't know. I mean, I'd probably pick Grandal at this point. Yeah, Grandal is the obvious leader, and then Contreras is the obvious second. So now we're going to go to first base, because I think this is interesting. C.J. Crone of the Twins, Carlos Santana of the Indians, and Luke Voigt of the New York Yankees. It just... Interesting, like looking at the, seeing those names, just see how how different the first basemen are. The National League first basemen, like there's like probably seven of them that are great in the American League. You somehow CJ Crone makes it, which is interesting. Who you pick, who who would you pick? Um, I'm trying to find the. I'm in the wrong image right now. I don't think it's even close. Uh, let's see, American League. You said Crone, Voigt, and who else? Carlos Santana. And Carlos Santana. Uh, I mean, it's not horrible, but for a guy that is on a team that is not good and the lineup is, it's not bad, but it's not like, Iffy. I'm surprised the Mariners kid Vogelbach didn't get anything. He's hitting only 256, which isn't great, but Voigt's 269, so it's not much different. 18 homers, 42 RBIs, and he's got a 394 on base percentage. That's the one I'm probably you probably could consider, especially if that's the only guy on the Mariners that's going to get in. He's a he's a breakout guy. That would be probably the one I would consider doing. Abreu maybe too, whose numbers are pretty close to Voigt's as well. But again, I don't think it's that big of a drop-off where they necessarily picked anyone that was wrong. I had a guy that everyone forgot about. You do, huh? Jose Abreu. That's what I just said. Abreu was the second guy I said. I think Vogelbach deserves it more than him, though. You think so? You're judging... Look how bad the Mariners are, and he still played very well amidst all that. And their lineup is nothing special. It's okay. They've got some decent players, but it's nothing special. And him just being, I think, that unknown, like, I think I think that would have been a cool story. Could have been. Who are you picking out of these three, though? Who am I taking out? No, who are you, t- who are you putting to start? Putting to start of these three, I would say I would probably actually say Voigt just because his really? own. Really? Yeah. I. Huh. Oh no! Actually, no. Never mind. Santana. Actually. Okay. Now. now Four sixteen on base percentage. I didn't see that. Yeah, I was gonna pick Carlos Santana. So. Yeah, I did. It, it said two ninety two. I thought on base percentage, but it was actually two ninety two batting average. I read that wrong. So actually, yeah, Santana actually I think would be the one to start. I'm going to surprise everybody right now. Because in the National League, you got Josh Bell, Freddie Freeman, and Anthony Rizzo. I'll let everybody figure out for themselves who shouldn't be on this and why. And I know who should be on it. Mm-hmm. And we agree. Mm-hmm. For those of you who can't figure it out, Anthony Rizzo doesn't deserve to be on this list. Not right now. Clearly, it's Pete Alonso. Like, it's not even a joke. Mm-hmm. Pete Alonso needs to be a finalist. 
Right. He is right now the New York Mets offense. Mm-hmm. The guys, I hate the New York Mets and cover your ears. Their fans to me are annoying, but no offense. Not you're not a typical Mets fan. No, I'm not. You admit I, that they're I, stupid. I know. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I, I know, but I, I don't want you to take offense. Pete Alonso deserves to be on this list. To be honest with you, I think he should start. He definitely has a case to start. But out of these three, who are we taking? To start Bell, I, w- I would yeah, say. I-, I would agree. I would say Bell to start. To me, 315 uh, average, 383 on base percentage, and he has the most RBIs on an offense in the Pirates that probably is just as bad, if not worse, than the Mets, too. So. No, there's Marte and Polanco. And- sure, but again, what else? You don't have. Marte is good, but he's not the player he used to be. Polanco is solid, but not nothing special. Like, well, that's true. The I think, the, yeah, I think. Conf- that swings at balls. I third. think Conforto is still like that, still a powerful force on that team, which is what Marte used to be for the Pirates. But I don't think he's that anymore. Here we go. It's now time. Rant of the day, right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why I don't have faith in any sport. <laughs> yep. I know where you're going with this. So for the second base for the American League, you people have voted Tommy LaStella, Jose Altuve, and DJ LeMahieu as second baseman. Let me let me make this clear. This is not a career accomplishment. This is for this year. Jose Altuve this year does not deserve to be on this list. Yeah, he's only played 41 games. Jose Altuve has missed uh, much of the season. Right. He, how? It's not a popularity contest. He won the best players of the year. Right. Not only should Wet Merrifield be on this list, over, well, Tommy LaSalle is actually having a great, great season. I mean, Brandon Lowe is the right, one who got that's really who I was snubbed. About to bring up too. That's the one that got really snubbed. I'm looking at these numbers. I actually think he could he, he could start very easily on this team. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't blame you. I mean, Lastella deserves a, just for you say it all the time. That offense is Mike Trout and who else? Like right. now we have that who else. <laughs> Here are the top three on-base percentages, which includes, uh, I mean, on OPS. So that's on-base and slugging. And slugging, yeah. LaSella is one, Lowe is two, Merrifield's three, LeMahieu's four. Yep. Jose Altuve. Sorry. Not only should what Merrifield start, but you want to talk about Mike Trout and nobody else. It's Whit Merrifield and nobody, nobody else. He's Salvador Perez, who hasn't played a game in like two yeah, and a half years. Yeah, he's, he's, he's out. But out of this list, who are you taking, Speedy? To start? Yeah. Low. I've already said it. I think he's been the best. He's not. He's not. Oh, oh of this list? Uh, La Stella. I, would, I actually would take La Stella to start. Sorry. DJ LeMahieu deserves it. DJ I, LeMahieu should be the MVP. 15 of home right runs, now. 41 RBIs, a 301 batting average. And 356 on base percentage on that team. That's pretty he damn good. He does have Mike Trout to help. Yes, he has DJ Mike Trout and who else? The MVP yeah. of baseball right Wait, now. Wait, but also who says that La Stella 
is hitting anywhere near Mike Trout in the lineup either. You don't know if they're necessarily hitting near each other I mean, every he's day. He's not Aaron Boone, so I'm sure the Angels guy. They just lost their manager who could be a Hall of Famer. They have a new guy too. <laughs> right. He can't be Aaron Boone, bad. He could be. Uh, we don't know that. Do you watch Angels games on a daily basis? To, I do. To watch, to analyze the lineups and no, all I that, just like watch you Mike do. Trout. Yeah, still. But do you like analyze the lineups in full? You, <laughs> he, this manager could, could be just as bad too. We don't know that. Yet. He's not good then. But um, I think DJ Mayhew has a case for MVP of the league. Maybe. But again, I, I, I stop looking at these numbers with the second baseman, though. I, you're right. LeMahieu has done a lot of the little things to be a valuable player. But I think in terms of just an entire first half, either LaStella or Brandon Lowe should be, his, should be the starter. I really do think that. I can't believe how two is the finals. Mm-hmm. It just, again, it, it just shows as Fan the new... No, no, no. It shows as the news reported yesterday with the dual city team thing with the race. Yeah. It just shows how nobody cares about it down there. Right. That's actually a really cool concept. The they pl- would have... Technically, they'd have, what, 160 games at home? Or would you die- divvy up 82 twice? Well, no, you get 41 home games... No. Or, um, no, my bad. 81 home so games. So you'd get 41 at each spot. Yeah, well, I guess somebody would get 40, Tampa, 40, 41 and 40 somewhere would have to make a difference. Now, I do eventually think it'll be full-time in Montreal at some point, but... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know I think Montreal fans want a baseball. I think it's leaning that way. Yeah, it's just leaning that way just so they can either, one, renovate Olympic Stadium back, or two, build a new stadium. Which will take, again, two or three years probably to to get going. So that's probably why they're doing the dual thing. And maybe it's also, yeah, to experiment to see how good a baseball city Montreal is after, again, losing the Expos. Yeah, it is. It, it's going to happen, I think, starting next year. It's just they're tr- they're still experimenting with certain aspects to test it out. Because, again, they know Tampa's not working. And Tampa knows that how good that they've succeeded amidst all that. They have very good baseball minds. They have a good player development staff, scouts, any a manager, everything yep. like that. They are the best team in baseball to get rid of somebody. So if the Tampa Bay Rays get rid of you, your career is over. So yeah, you're looking at a case where they're not wasting that, and that's why I think long term it will eventually transition to Montreal because Tropicana Field's a dump, and the that particular area because there's so much people moving from the north or moving from the midwest or whatever they don't really get their own fans as much right that's right but again this kind of all-star voting shows that mm-hmm. for a kid that's he wasn't even a big big prospect he came out of nowhere yep. 276 15 home runs 14 44 rbis good with the glove mm-hmm but now we must go to the National League because this is interesting. You've got Ozzie Albies, Kettle Marte, who's an outfielder now, and Mike Moustakis. Well, Kettle Marte's platoons in the outfield, he, between second base and the outfield. So he's eligible for both spots. Who are you picking, Speedy? Uh, to start, I have to, I'm trying to find Marte's numbers. He's got 20-something home runs. This isn't even close. No, I know that. 
I'm trying I'm trying to compare his and Mustakas because Albies is a reserve and I'm just trying to see Marte because I know he has 20 home runs. I'm trying to see the RBI mark. Mustakas is 21.45. He's hitting 276. And Marte. Is, oh no, he's hitting 305, 20 and 50. Yeah, Marte should start. Yeah. By the way, uh, never mind. I was gonna say Dozier deserved it over Albies, but no, no. Dozier had a really. If he didn't have such a bad start to the season, I would agree with you. But he's hitting 236 and striking out a ton, so I don't know. I think Albies deserved it. It's just I think, I, I think those two are just better right now. Albies is a good third guy, though. Right. Uh, I agree, though. It should be Cal Marte. Third base, and this is interesting because no one's going to agree with me about this. The third basemen are Alex Bregman, Hunter Dozier. You voted in the wrong royal. I don't. Hunter <laughs> Dozier deserves it too, but really, and. Gio Urshela. Gio Urshela did make it after all. He should start. Let's He's see. hitting 340. No, hold on. Don't hold me to that just yet. He was hitting 340 the other day. He's hitting 306, five home runs, 32 RBIs. Let's see. Hunter Dozier is hitting 314, 11 homers, 33 RBIs. Mmm. No, I would start Dozier over Shella. Think so? Yeah, and looking at this list again, there's a lot of guys that can be snubbed as well. Matt Chapman probably could have gotten in there. Two sixty four, seventeen Devers. home runs. Four. He, I don't think Devers played enough. If he played more consistently, I think he would. Chapman, I think, is the one. Two sixty four, uh, seventeen homers, forty one RBIs, and his amazing glove. <laughs> He's definitely one that could have gotten in there. But again, Urshela starting? Eh, I don't know about that. He, when we lost Andujar for the year, and everyone panicked because Claver had to play short, LeMahieu had to play second. Like, the DD was gone. LeMahieu couldn't play second base. Julia Urshela made the life of the Yankees insanely easy. Oh sure, I'm not saying it's not a great story. I just I don't think he should start. I just don't think deserve in terms of everything that's, that's around not a deserving. If he was a freaking Red Sox. I'd say this kid should start. No, I know. I'm I'm not saying that his story is a bad story to look at when coming to an All Star game. I think in terms of a breakthrough player, he's the biggest one. But Who gave up on him again? Cleveland. Ah, figures. Home of the King. Anyway, <laughs> God. third base for the National League. This is not even close. And again, never mind. There's a huge mistake here. Nolan Arenado, Chris Bryant, Josh Donaldson. You tell me what's the mistake. I would say the mistake would probably be leaving off Rendon. And I I criticize him all the time, but it looks like he deserves it more. 314-17-15-1. Uh, the guy to take off is probably Donaldson just because he doesn't play as much and he's down in every statistical category in comparison to everyone else. Yep. I would still start Arenado, though. 
Yep. You know who else is on this list that deserves it? Where the hell is Derek Dietrich? I don't know what position he's eligible for. Second. That's that's the problem. Maybe he could play third. Because he plays all over the place. I don't know where he's eligible. He might be an outfielder in the all-star no. voting, though. Like Suarez deserves it, too. Let's see. 249-1543. He has a case, but I don't think it's as strong as the rest, though. Who 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 are you starting? I mean, this Aaron is really, yeah, I don't think it's even close. Best third baseman in baseball, mm-hmm. not third, best. <laughs> not third. Was he third? On his list, yeah. Who do you have at one? He had Bregman at one and Ramirez at two. Hmm. Boy, does he look stupid right now. Anyway. The outfield. Uh, we're gonna go. This you now there's outfield nine first guys. before shortstop. What? We didn't do shortstop there. You oh were... yeah. Okay, my bad. Calm down. So we got Carlos Correa, Jorge Polanco, and Glaber Torres. Hmm. This one I also think is. I'm looking. It's close, but I think the two guys deserve it equally. It's very, it's very close, because there's a lot of different. That are you similar... sure the All Star Game's not in Atlanta this year? No, it's in Cleveland this year. Are you positive? Yeah. Speedy, double check that because I don't think that's right. It is. Dansby cool. Swanson is not. El- Dansby Swanson. This has. Dansby Swanson's a having a good season. For him. No, for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Dansby Swanson, 261, 13 home runs, 43 RBIs. The other two shortstops that were for the National League were Baez and Story, right? Yes. Not better than those guys, but probably a very reasonable third. What? Where's May Machado? His numbers are very identical to Swanson's. He has one more Where's home run. Where's Manny Machado? He has one more home run, one less RBI, and strikes out the same amount. May Machado. And Swanson has six stolen bases, and Machado has one. May, but Machado's better defensively. No, he's not. But Swanson's a phenomenal defensive shortstop. So is Machado. That's why he stayed in the league as long as he did. Machado's defensive wizard. Are you kidding me? At third, yeah. I would say so. And at short, I would say he's a drop-off to what Swanson is at short, but he's still very good. I'm not saying he's not, but Swanson, the only reason he was gotten this many chances because when he was struggling to hit is because he was a defensive voice at shortstop. Well, right. He's Andleton Simmons, but... I wouldn't go that far, but pretty Why? close. Because Andleton Simmons is the best defensive player in baseball. Well, no, I know, but I meant defensive and can't hit. Sure, that's fair. Especially in Atlanta. Right. He's going to hit a ball off a team. Right, and I think he's going through that similar career path right now where all of a sudden he's finally hitting now. Who are you picking? For National League to start? No, for American League to start. Oh, American League to start, I would say... You got Glaber, Polanco, and Torres. Glaber and Torres. Uh, uh, Glaber, Polanco... Oh, Correa and Torres. I would say Torres to start. It's close because Polanco's hitting. Polanco. 325, he's hitting. I, I could see that. But Torres' production, I, I think, has just Polanco. been really good. 
I am leaning towards Plum. All right. That's fair. I think they're both deserving of it. Well, we all know where I stand on this one. Nationally, you got Javi Baez, Dansby Swanson, from Trevor Story. <laughs> yeah, we know where you stand on this one, and believe it or not, I will actually agree with you. Thank you. Do you realize that I was the only guy when – quick story. When Tupo <laughs> – he got hurt in Colorado and didn't play for the year, or they lost him, whatever happened. No, he got hurt a lot, so that doesn't surprise well, me. Well, no, but his last year, when Trevor, yes, Trevor okay. Story's rookie year. Trevor Sto- well, no, Trevor Story's rookie year was 2016. Right. After The year after Tulowitzki got traded to the Blue Jays. Oh, that's right. Jose, Rem- Jose Reyes got suspended. Yep. That's what it is. Okay. So Jose Reyes gets suspended. And we're doing this Major League Baseball draft, right? Quick story time. We're getting there. And it's like one of the latest rounds. I still don't have a shortstop. Hidden gem. And I I forgot who picked because we're in this chat. And somebody said whoever picks Trevor Story is an idiot. At which point in time I said, done. (laughs) (laughs) Done. I mean, that season he had that amazing first month. And well, kind of fell off in the second hit, half. That first week, he hit eight, nine home runs. No, I know. He kind of fell off in the second half of that season. But, yeah, he was, for that for wherever you drafted him, it, it was still in the same value. Oh, my God. It was... Won the league, needless to say. Well, you, you win any league, any fantasy league you do, as always one in the back end of the draft. It's not hard to find stars. It's hard to find gems. Which is also why I don't do drafts here because I get way too competitive. <laughs> way too competitive. So we agree on Trevor's story. Now, yeah, the American we do. League, we're going to have to do this kind of close. There's Mookie Betts, Michael Brantley, Joey Gallo, Austin Meadows, Josh Reddick, Eddie Rosario, George Springer, Mike Trout, and Aaron Judge. Mind if I take this for a second? Sure. Had Aaron Judge, I don't know, played more than 15 games this year, I would understand your logic. Aaron Judge shouldn't be on this list. I don't know who subs in. I don't know who subs out. But I'll tell you this right now. Aaron Judge does not deserve to be on this list. I got I got somebody that could sub in. Who? Max Kepler. Yes. 273, 19 home runs, 50 RBIs this year. Mazzara can sub in. No more Mazzara. Mm, Not as much. 265, 939. Uh, Not as deserving as the guys listed. Most of the guys, again, most of the guys listed here do deserve it. Brantley, Brantley, Gallo, obviously. Why isn't Stanton on there then? Uh, No. He played, what, eight games all year? (laughs) I mean, him and Judge got hurt pretty much the same time. No, I know, but I think Judge played still a little longer, I think, than Stanton did. Meadows obviously deserves it. Oh, well, Stanton struck out looking again. Yes, we know. Meadows, Gallo, yeah. Again, it's pretty reasonable beyond that, but yeah, I think Kepler can get in over uh, Judge for sure. Now, you said Rosario already made it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's the only other one I wasn't sure about. All right. Yeah, I think everything else is reasonable for the most part. I. Kepler's the only one that would get in. Who are your three? To start, I would say Trout, yes. Rosario, no. 
Yeah, I would. I would. I would say Trout, Springer, Rosario for me. Trout, Springer, Meadows. Okay. That's fair. Austin Meadows. Is, he is. He's the best player in the American League East right now. Okay. I mean, how stupid do the Pirates look? Nobody said they were smart. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. In the National League, Ronald Acuna, Albert Amora Jr., Cody Bellinger, Charlie Blackman, Jason Hayward, <laughs> hmm. Nick Markakis, Jock Peterson, Kyle Schwarber, and Christian Yelich. Safe to say one team was rigging the fan votes. And Bryce Harper didn't ma- Listen, Bryce Harper's having a bad year. Got it? He still deserves it more than Albert Amora Jr. That's a joke, right? Oh, my God. Go ahead. Who? who oh okay. God. Yeah, the, I'm looking at the, the Cubs outfielders they did add on like none of them are even in the top 20 for rbi schwarber's number 21 i mean i'm all right with schwarber schwarber has somewhat of a case so i'm all right with schwarber he's all right the other two i have now no idea. all right bellinger yelich are mvps and i would uh among that list probably would after that take where's lorenzo kane lorenzo kane yeah you said Ozuna was... No, no Ozuna. Because Ozuna has 252-1857, which isn't great, but it's, again, it's similar to a lot of these other guys. It's right on pace with Acuna and Blackman. And... Yeah, similar elsewhere. Uh, all right. In terms of who I would start, it would probably be Bellinger, Yelich, Blackman. Acuna just misses it by a little bit because Blackman's got a better batting average. I agree. I, 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 I mean, hell, Michael Conforto deserves to be on there. He's kind of in the similar a, a similar place right now as some of those like lower end guys that got there. But I mean, you could definitely have taken that into account. Now they put Jock Peterson on, who's doing better. I would say. Even though he's still hitting two thirty six. Uh Fran Mil Reyes is Yeah, he's similar to Jack Peterson. Same amount of home runs, same amount of RBIs, and similar in batting average. So definitely can do that too. I'm trying to see anywhere else. Because Markakis is another guy that probably doesn't deserve it either. Six home runs, 41 RBIs, 274. I mean, it's not horrible, but it's not. I, I wouldn't say it's all-star worthy. So, yeah, you could probably put Fran Milan in his place, too. Oh, here's another one. Hunter Renfro, 23 yeah. home runs, 43 RBIs. That's yeah. probably somebody you could put in uh, Mark Akis' place as well. Yeah, they, they screwed it up. Yeah, but again, look look at who's getting snubbed are the guys that are in these super small markets that are being overshadowed by the Cubs, whatever the heck there is going on with them. Yeah. Because Hayward, yeah, Hayward has 248, 10 homers, 26 RBIs. <laughs> not great. I mean, for, probably for the playing time he gets, it probably isn't terrible, but it's not great. And now Moore is even worse than that, even though he's good defensively. 251, 722. Even Mark Hakus is doing better than that.
fan shouldn't vote. Anyway, uh, there is one last one to do. DH, Nelson Cruz, J.D. Martinez, and Hunter Pence. Hunter Pence is having a surprisingly good year, though. Yeah, I, I think he should start just just for the fun. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that is true. That would be that would be something. No, his his numbers are actually better too. Mm, I'm giving it to him. Uh, Nelson Cruz, yeah, he's he's ahead of Nelson Cruz in all the major categories, and he struck out less. Nelson Cruz only has a better on base percentage. That's it. And then you said J.D. Martinez was the other. Um, let's see, Martinez. Yeah, they're a, he's about similar to what Pence is right now. So again, it could go either way, but I agree with you. If it's that close, somebody like Pence is probably running out of years too. Why not? Right. But um, yeah. So I have an. In- uh, you know what we're gonna do on today's Friday, right? Yeah. Also, uh, I'm not here Tuesday. I have. I am. Uh, my cousin is graduating, so I'll be out on Tuesday. So I guess Wednesday, whatever this is, you'll, you'll have to plan. Well, that stinks. When did you plan on giving me this bad news? Literally, right after we got off the air. But oh. then you just said it now, so I figured I'd just say it now. All right. Um, that was an unexpected twist. Tuesday. All right. So Wednesday. I'm just so disappointed. Wednesday. Before his playhouses and the the pe- what Wednesday is gonna be a long show because now we're gonna have to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday events. Okay. And all for your freaking playhouse, whatever. You just you just want me my you just want my head to explode. Uh, I wanna kind of I I wanna make a like a list of top like 10 teams that should probably just do this dual city thing Ooh, and the two cities they should do it in interesting for baseball or for every sport every sport every sport okay that is interesting so we'll do that there's definitely plenty of those for both baseball and hockey (laughs) half the league in hockey yeah but um i don't know there's a canadian city i'm thinking of that should get one there's a American city that I think would work for hockey too. Yeah. Just because I think their both their state and their those cities have good ho- uh, college hockey followings. Boston? No, they have one already. Atlanta? No. Even though I do miss the Thrashers, they had the coolest jerseys in the league at that time. Kansas City. No, but that's another good one for hockey. I think that would work. Am I close? Kind of with Kansas City geographically. It's not super close, but you're in, you're in the right area. No. Nashville. They have one already. Well, Vancouver. That's geographically close to Kansas City. Kind of. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, 
Um, Montana. No. They have, they, have a, they have an arena in place, too, because they have an NBA team. Who? Minnesota. Close. You're even closer now. Well, they have the Wild, so why no, would I be you, closer? The state you're closer with. Chicago? Now you went too far. Minnesota, I'm close? Yeah. Ohio? No. How's the state? Um, Michigan? No. Ann Arbor? You're in the right area. You're just not getting the state. Illinois? No, you're right there. Just tell me. They have an NBA team that was very successful this season and almost went to the NBA Finals. Houston? (laughs) That's close to Minnesota. Portland. No. Even though I don't, that might not be bad either, but no. That's actually one that probably would work for baseball, too. I get it. Boston. No, they almost won the Stanley Cup, not the NBA Finals. Charlotte. No. Miami. You're back in the wrong area again. Miami, yeah. The worst sports city of anyone. <laughs> Orlando. Oh, God. Sacramento. <laughs> Phoenix. Yes, because that hockey experiment works very well. Arizona. Again, I don't think moving it to a different spot in Arizona would help. <laughs> Seattle. Hmm. Yeah, they should consider that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I figured out it was Milwaukee. I was yeah. just going around. Okay. <laughs> I think they that would strive really well there. What would you I, call them? The Beersman? What? That's actually the Beersman. Good. That's good. <laughs> that, would, that would be good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> it would I never happen, but it would be good. <laughs> that is good. The Milwaukee Beersman. Yeah. Well, you know, Patrick Kane would fly over there. <laughs> yep. Holy crap, half the league would play there just to say they're beersmen. That's great. Jeez. I should do this for a living. Oh, that would be amazing. Absolutely. Name teams for a living. That's That's good. Beersmen. Hmm. Hmm. I know a football city. You know a foot oh a fo- you want me to guess your f- football city? I mean, it's not hard. Where you think a football city would work. Hmm. Memphis? No. No? I'm trying to think of like oh, higher, higher end football regions. Damn. I'm trying to, I'm thinking of something like Alabama, but they don't have any major cities. So I don't really know how that would work. Unless you just want to move a team back to St. Louis because yes. they got screwed. Yes. All right. I'm, I'm on board with that. They don't have actors playing fans there. I mean, L.A. doesn't need three teams. Three? The Cowgirls. 
More than three, really. <laughs> San Francisco, Oakland, and uh, then you got the two teams currently there. That's four. Mm-hmm. And of those teams, the only ones that get fans on a consistent basis are actually the Raiders. And they're, and they're the ones moving. <laughs> they're the problem. No, San Francisco's fans are pretty good. They're on and off. They Chapman's sh- hurt. They're on and off. When they're on, when they're on, they're very, they're there a lot, but they aren't as good as they should be for a team that has that much reputation. Good snap, Gary Sanchez. But, Speedy, we are in the end game now. I believe you have something to say. I believe I do too. This is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and iTunes. Well done. Bravo. Good job. It's funny. Every time you talk, I think it's Guido. Um... (laughs) Oh, should I start saying all his opinions now? <laughs> I mean, I just need to get mad. No, I, I see. I can't do that because then I have to force myself to say that the Cardinals made a good decision in the draft. They by, did. The Cardinals by, had a great draft outside of the number one pick overall. Yeah, they had a great draft. Right, but I would have to force myself to say that they made a good decision with the number one pick, which I can't just do because no. Nolan Arenado is also the best third, the third best third base. Oh yeah, I also couldn't say that either. And Vlad Guerrero Jr. is better than Senior. Oh, but he will be in the home run derby. Shohei Otani is nah. a better player than Mike Trout. He actually said that. No, he said he would be in about three years. I like Shohei Otani, but no, I don't say that. Um. The Lakers are NBA Finals, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, well. Meanwhile, so they wouldn't make the playoffs. The Pittsburgh they'll Steelers make the pl- will they'll win make, the AFC North. They'll make the playoffs. I don't. Think no, 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 not 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 now. But I still don't think they will. But no, they will. I, they will. I don't think they'll be a high seed though. I don't think they're gonna get in. Really? No. Oh, okay. Interesting. The eight teams that got in now are better. Still. Yeah. I can't imagine the same eight teams making it again, though. They're better. Okay. The Kings are going to be younger. I mean, the I like Kings the Kings. Are no, I know I like the Kings. So Phoenix improved, I think, dramatically. They're not a playoff team, though. Nah, they'll be better. The they'll Kings be better. and the Lakers, I see, would probably be the two teams, and then you could probably knock out Utah and. I disagree completely. Maybe Houston, if everything goes wrong for them, who knows? They could miss. No, it'll all go wrong, but. Uh, we're here every day, Tuesday through Friday, except next week. We'll be here on measly two days, Wednesday and Friday. Um, Wednesday and Thursday, Friday. My bad. Wow. Imagine I didn't show up on Thursday. <laughs> Errol would have a cow. <laughs> Errol would have a cow? Hmm. Is that what you just said? <laughs> That's the, like, the last person I would have pictured with a cow. <laughs> no, have a cow. Like, have a fit. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you were moving the conversation a little. <sighs> Too good at puns. Let me also just say this. 
Haraldus Chapman's stare down after striking somebody out is the coolest thing on the planet. And probably one of the scariest, too. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Gary Sanchez's hand must be just a giant, like, bubble. Catching 101 consistently cannot be good for your skin. Mm-hmm. But we are here every day, Tuesday through Friday, 8 to 10. I'm sorry. 8 to whenever I want to leave. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I think. Did I forget anything? I don't think so. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, have a good weekend. That's there. There we go. Um, on Tuesday, we won't be here. Duh. Wednesday, packed show. We've got nothing but time to prepare. At which point, I'll probably forget half the stuff I want to talk about because my memory sucks. Um, but yeah. No, we can't forget the Milwaukee Beersman. <laughs> that is the second best nickname I've ever given out. Really? There was something better. Zuski. No, I don't know. Milwaukee Beersman is coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I don't know. I thought Zuski was nice. It was. No. I, every one of the networks did. Everyone took it. I, I, you would have thought I didn't even say it. Mm-hmm. I started saying it. That's I, fair. No, no, I was the first one to stop calling him that. And I called him that first. I know. <sighs> Deja vu. I miss you, Clem Clem. Come down whenever you want. <laughs> Just don't bring the Moffat guy with you. <laughs> or Matt Stevens, for that matter. Nah, we, if he somehow comes back, that would, that would probably be interesting. <laughs> I don't know. If I wanted to take a nap, I'd like them to come back. Not if they're doing their uh, knob tournament. That thing was great. They got it wrong. No, I agree. LeVar Ball should have won. LeVar Ball should have swept. Convincing fashion. And I, I'm still holding a grudge with them because I still think the eight-seeded Dan Snyder should have won over the one-seeded Carlos Gomez. But they love to I didn't pick think on, Carlos Gomez is a knob. They love to pick on Carlos Gomez. So I knew that wasn't going to happen. Dan Snyder should have been in there. And LeVar Ball Hell, should have won. Uh, Dale Murray right now is making a case for himself, too. He was in there. I think he was a six seed or something like that. In John there. Rocker? He was. I th- he might have been like one of the last four. No. He was definitely in there. No. The, fu- the funny one was... They put Bryce Harper against Jonathan Papelbon in one matchup, which was actually hilarious. That's funny. That's funny. So, yeah, favorite. What is funny? What else is funny? I I got nothing. I got nothing. You got nothing? I'm just a clown. No, you're you're, you're a pun guy. I am a pun guy. You know what they say? Well, P's replace F's. I'm a fun guy. Ah. That's made that up now. <laughs> but anyway. Um. Yes, Tuesday through Friday, except this week. It'll be Wednesday through Friday. And that's it. That's all we got for you. Um, have a good weekend. Enjoy the weekend of baseball. I will be at Old Timers Day. 
Oh yes, enjoy that. Oh, thank you. I'll try. I'll be sunburnt and I'll be tired, but it'll work. <laughs> and they'll probably bring like some piece of paper <laughs> noting every managerial mistake Aaron Boone makes in the game. <laughs> I'll need paper. I'll... <laughs> but before I cough up a loan. <clears throat> There you go. Yeah. So, for Speedy Petey, I'm going to bid you adieu because, quite frankly, I don't know how much longer I'm going to talk. <clears throat> there we go. I'm all right now. All right. You want me to say my thing so you can wind, like, wind up your breath? <laughs> really? No. That was no. Try again. No, I, I, I just the coughing was real. I just no, no. I believe it. I'm just saying. Do you need like? You want me to do mine so that you could like? Yeah. Catch your breath. Go ahead. Thanks for listening. And oh, you didn't say it yet. No, I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Thanks for listening and have a glorious night. I'm sorry. I apologize. I am sincere. I really am sincere. That I'm sorry. I thought you said it already. No. Oh. Well, you heard the man. Have a glorious night. We'll be back Wednesday because he's a jackass. See ya! It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio.